The COVID-19 pandemic has caused untold heartache around the world and the subsequent lockdown separated thousands of people from their loved ones. But for one disabled boy and his three-legged rescue dog who captured the hearts of millions, being forced to live apart was especially hard. Now that the measures have been eased, however, they've finally been reunited and the pair have never been happier. Hatchie and Little Bee have been inseparable since the giant Anatolian shepherd dog known as Hatchie was rescued by the family of Owen Hawkins, known as Little Bee, eight years ago. A short film depicting their mutual devotion went viral and a book about them went straight to the top of the bestsellers lists around the world. Then came the pandemic and the decision was taken to move Owen, 14, from Basingstoke, Hampshire, 40 miles away to his mother Kim's house near Oxford to keep him safe. This was because Owen's stepmum, Colleen, works for the emergency services and is out every day doing frontline work but it also meant separating Owen from his furry best friend until the danger had passed. It was really hard saying goodbye to Hatchie, said Owen. He's my best friend in the world. I tell him everything and snuggle up with him each night because he's so big and cuddly. When I'm with him, nothing else matters. For weeks and weeks, I could only see him on my iPad and it just wasn't the same. I couldn't wait to cuddle him again and kiss his freckly nose. Owen has a rare muscular disorder that affects his breathing and needs to be kept completely isolated until the danger of catching coronavirus has passed. His dad, Will, who now works as a civilian for the RAF, having given up a career in the services to care for his son, said as soon as the pandemic began, we were concerned as Owen is especially vulnerable and often has to sleep with a breathing machine that provides him with oxygen. After consultations with his medical team, school and the rest of the family, it was agreed that the best thing for him would be to move him out until it was safe for him to come home. He left here two days before the official lockdown on March 23, and Colleen and I missed him dreadfully, but Hatchie, I think, missed him most of all. It was devastating to send our boy away, but we knew in our hearts that it was unquestionably the right decision, and fortunately, he was old enough to understand. Colleen, who rescued Hatchie in 2012, added... I'd have gladly moved out rather than separate the two of them, but that wasn't feasible, especially since none of us knew how long the lockdown, lockdown was going to go on for. And Hatchie couldn't go to Oxford with Owen because they have another dog, and, well, Hatchie's just too big for most homes, plus he has special needs of his own. Owen adores his mum and they have a great relationship, so they had a lovely time, but the sad part was that Hatchie and Little Bee couldn't be together for months. Owen Hawkins was born with a rare genetic condition called Schwartz-Jampel syndrome that affects less than 50 people in the world. It means that his muscles are permanently tensed, leaving him in constant pain, crushing his chest and making it impossible for him to walk unaided. By the time he was six years old, he was beginning to realise that he was different from other children, and that started to affect him psychologically. Owen has to use a walker at home and a wheelchair at school, but as he grew older and more self-conscious, he was becoming increasingly anxious and withdrawn, explained Colleen. He didn't want to go out and was convinced everyone was staring at him. We were all very worried and didn't know what to do. Thinking that a new pet might cheer Owen up, Colleen was scrolling through the pages of a dog rescue page when she saw a face gazing intently back at her and she gasped. Looking up, Will said, Oh no, what have you found? 
I didn't say a word. I couldn't speak. I just turned the computer around to face him. Will took one look at those puppy dog eyes and said, Darn. We both instantly realised that he was the dog for us, but all we knew about him at that point was that his name was Hatchy. Once the couple made further inquiries, they were shocked by the story of unspeakable cruelty to a defenceless animal. At five months old, and already the size of a Labrador, Hutchie had been bludgeoned over the head with a blunt instrument and thrown onto a busy railway line in East London. At least one train had run over him, causing serious injuries, including the loss of his tail and a rear leg. Earlier reports claimed that he may have been tied to the tracks and speculated that the wheels of the train severed his bonds, allowing him to escape further injury. A train driver eventually reported seeing him lying injured in the middle of the tracks and when the RSPCA rushed to the site near Hackney Marsh in the E10 postcode area of London on a bitter winter's night in January 2012, they found the animal they named Stray E10 in acute pain and suffering from severe blood loss. He was taken to an animal hospital in North London for life-saging surgery and was given the name Hatchie after a famous Japanese Akita named Hachiko, who was so devoted to his dead master that he waited for him at a train station every night for ten years. Even though this three-legged Anatolian puppy now had a name, Hatchie was far from saved, as his health problems meant that he was, unlike, he was likely to incur his new owners a lot of expensive vet bills that would make him hard to place. Fostering didn't work either, as he crashed around on three legs at first and was too big for most houses, so he was returned to the hospital where his future looked bleak. Having survived being hit by a train, he now faced the possibility of a very different kind of death. That was until he was saved by a charity at the 11th hour, and it was then that Colleen spotted him online. The night she brought the injured pup back to the home she shares with Owen and Will, she had no idea of the impact he would have on her stepson's life. But the boy she refers to as her little buddy, giving him his nickname, instantly identified with Hatch's disability, changing both of their lives forever. We already had another dog, a collie called Mr Pixel, and we only had Hatchie on trial to begin with because we had to make sure his size and temperament was right to have around Owen. But there was something magical about him from the start, as if he understood Little B completely from the moment they met. Like Owen, he isn't what most people think of as perfect, and they seemed to recognise that in each other straight away. To begin with, Hatchie, who was at least three times Owen's size, limped around the house, sliding all over the place and sniffing everything, the moment he stepped into Owen's bedroom, decorated with murals hand-painted by Will, his demeanour changed completely. As soon as he saw the oxygen mask and flow machine, he sniffed the air repeatedly and almost tiptoed across to where little Bee lay asleep. It was as if he knew Owen was vulnerable, and that the machinery and tubes were a no-go area for him. Then he silently backed away. When the couple woke Owen the next morning and told him they had a big surprise for him, he sat up excitedly. He loved surprises. His eyes were like saucers when Colleen brought Hatchie in. Without any encouragement, the dog lolloped up to the bed, gently rested his head on Owen's lap and looked up at him with his big amber eyes as his stump of a tail wagged madly. It was utterly electric 
A combination of pure love and acceptance, said Colleen. It was as if they were reconnecting, like old friends meeting each other again. Owen just melted and I still get emotional thinking about it. They seemed to communicate immediately and without words. For the rest of that weekend they lay curled up together and it was hard to see where Hatchie ended and Owen began. From that day on everything changed for little B. He wasn't afraid of going out anymore and was proud to show off his new best friend. It was a miracle. A moving YouTube video about their remarkable friendship called A Boy and His Dog has attracted nearly five million views and won several awards. And the heartwarming book about their story, Hatchie and Little Bee, written by me, was published in 11 countries. The pair went on to win the Crufts Friends for Life trophy after receiving a record number of public votes and they starred in an Emmy award-winning documentary in America. On Hatchie's Facebook page, which has almost a quarter of a million followers, one of the most popular features is Kiss a Freckle Friday, in which a close-up photograph of Hatchie's speckled nose is posted each week for his devoted followers to kiss. The family has raised thousands of pounds for animal and children's charities through this and other posts, and they attend events and venues all over the country to raise awareness about disability and the importance of animal rescue. During their long separation during the lockdown, Hatchie and Little Bee had video chats streamed to the family television so that it was big enough for Hatchie to see, but Owen was the first to admit it wasn't the same. I missed everything about him, even his white hair all over my clothes. Homeschooling was probably more productive without him around, as he always likes to get his big nose in everything and see what's going on, but I wouldn't even have minded that. Hatchie keenly felt the loss. Although he could see Owen in their video chats, he could only really register his voice and didn't understand where he was. Each time the pair connected, the big dog limped up to the television, cocked his head to listen and then pawed pitifully at the screen. This wasn't the first time the two buddies were separated as Owen frequently has to go into hospital for ongoing treatment on his dislocating hips as well as painful physiotherapy and sleep assessments, but they were never kept apart this long before. Hatchie too has been in the wars. His kneecap keeps slipping out of place from carrying his rear weight on one leg and he has a separate neurological condition called laryngeal paralysis. In 2014 he badly damaged his sole back leg after slipping on black ice and underwent groundbreaking surgery funded entirely by his devoted fans who sponsored Colleen to push Owen five miles around a lake on what she dubbed the Ouch Ouch Walk. Had the expensive surgery failed, it would have resulted in Hatchie being put to sleep. It was a success, but the long rehabilitation meant that Hatchie was confined to a specially built cage for months, a place that soon became Owen's new den. Hatchie has long grown accustomed to seeing his little boy go off to school every weekday and usually sits patiently by the window, watching and waiting for his return. Each time Owen came home, the pair would roll around the floor together again in a happy, furry blur, marked by Owen's distinctive woody woodpecker laugh. As with Hachiko, his devoted Japanese namesake, Hachi still watched and waited for Owen each day during lockdown, even though he never came home from school anymore. With his face pressed against the glass, making what the family call nose art, he wouldn't be distracted until his supper eventually lured him away. Every night he slept on the floor 
outside Owen's bedroom looking very sorry for himself. Will said, It was heartbreaking to see him pining so. They've been virtually inseparable since day one, and when each has gone through health problems, they've helped each other through, even taking their pain medication together. It's an amazing friendship based entirely on unconditional love. On Hatchie's Facebook page, Will and Colleen wrote heartfelt dispatches from the dog's perspective that attracted thousands of comments and likes from around the world. They used the special language that Owen and Hatchie came up with, including words like hollybobs for holidays, huggles for hugs, sleep slug for Owen in the mornings, and three-legged fluff monster for whenever Hatchie was molting. The family were overwhelmed by the loving and supportive messages they received from around the world, along with cards and gifts for the pair. And Colleen, who holds records for fitness, plans to organise yet another sports-related fundraising event in aid of children's wards as soon as it's safe to do so. As the nation held its collective breath when the lockdown finally ended and people were reunited, quietly, in a bungalow in Basingstoke, there wasn't a dry eye in the house as a teenage boy and a very large dog rolled around the floor together at last.